0: Hi, and thank you for tuning in to this installment of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Stacey Rollins. Hey, guys. And Ashley James. Hi, all. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous Mouse, creating marvelous memories one family at a time. In today's episode, we'll discuss the second part in our series of Walt Disney World's theme parks. Epcot is one of our best parks that I like to visit um we usually do start at Magicina but we move into Epcot usually on our second day um and this is one that I'm I'm really excited to talk about and kind of share my knowledge on
1: yes it's one of my favorites as well I love Epcot and just all it has to offer and to me it's all of the things that it's not just about the rides
0: that make a great day at Epcot I love the variety it offers Yes, definitely. And you know what I also love about this park is as soon as, like, as you're flying into Orlando, you can actually see Spaceship Earth from from the air. Um, and that's kind of, like, your nice way of saying hi to Disney World. <laughs> um, so speaking of Spaceship Earth, like, that's, that's usually our first attraction to go to. We get there early. And it's really a great use of like not use but it's a history of technology and it takes you from primitive times to i would say to where we are now but we're not quite there yet um and they are going to they're shutting down the ride is it next year to update it or is it the end of this year i
1: think it's january possibly if i remember correctly
0: and it i'm shut not down sure. for a while but if you're going to go visit soon, I would definitely put this on your list to see before they go and they revamp everything in it. Yeah.
1: it I'm glad that they're revamping it. I do feel like it's due for that. Um, but I would love to get on it one last time just for, you know, sentimental reasons. Because, you know, it's kind of one of those little iconic things that you do when you walk into Epcot.
0: Yes. And it's, just, it's also a nice, like, if you're able to go and do it in the afternoon, it's also a really nice getaway from the heat. So you just kind of like lay back and relax. So what else do y'all like to do in Future World?
2: I like to do Soarin' the most. I love the, that like it pipes in the smells and as you go through the different areas of the world. I'm, that's like my favorite thing to do. Like I'm like a little kid in that one where I'm like, ooh, and Oz, and like my feet are crossed and
1: dangling and like back and forth, you know, like a happy little child. That's usually where I start my day. I actually skip... I come back to Spaceship Earth. I walk past Spaceship Earth. I go to Soarin' first, and then I go back to Spaceship Earth and do that one, just because I want to get a couple of times of Soarin', <laughs> and I always fast-pass some of the other um, rides into Pier 1, and um, I go straight there and usually ride it two or three times. Yeah, if you can get there right at park opening,
0: your line is substantially lower than going at some other time.
1: hmm
2: Absolutely. I also find that when it rains, for some reason, that the line to Soren is pretty short. I don't, I don't know why every time I'm here and it's raining, the line to Soren is like 15 minutes long. No. Oh, wait. that's different.
0: I guess because they don't want to walk all the way over there, maybe? I don't know, but that's I have to say it benefits me. Yes, most definitely. So since you're in that building, when it comes to
1: living with the land, are you a pass or go on that one? Definitely go. go. Yeah, I like it. I am a go every two times. <laughs> like you know, every two trips, I'll stop and we'll go. But I don't
2: do it every trip. I love all the hidden mickeys that they have there, and I've done the behind the scenes tour with them. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I know a lot of the the different facts and things behind, you know, like that that go into that, and so I just find it all that much more interesting.
0: How about
1: your young children, Marcella? How do they do with it?
0: Mine do okay with it. Um, they actually get amazed by how the fruit and vegetables are growing in that portion where like the boat takes you through and you can see them growing like on the PVC pipes. Um, that's the part that's in, that impresses them the most. But my mother is also a gardener. So that's something that's right up their alley and they really enjoy seeing that portion of it. So it's... It really is. That one to me is more of a multi-generational ride because everybody can really, like if mm-hmm. if you're drawn to it, everybody can really enjoy it. Right. Um, the other thing that they do have there, this is outside of that building, but um, moving into the building with the aquarium. Um, it's not living with the seas. What is it? Uh, seven seas. There you go. <laughs> seven seas. Yes. Um, so my kids absolutely love talking with crush uh the turtle talk one um that is their must do and to me that one's super cute and it's it's really great for smaller kids because crush just go and he interacts with the audience in real time and um now they even have different characters there from finding dory so that's a good option for smaller ones
1: Yes, we used to do that when my children were younger, but now that they're 16 and 13, um, that's a skip as well. Um, We still go and do seven C's or uh, C's with Nemo and Friends. We still like to do that, but there's something a little creepy about being an old teenager without like any younger siblings sitting in turtle talk of crush.
0: (laughs) It's kind of weird to walk in there as an adult too. I did that once. It's, yeah, yeah. It does. It a little
1: strange. Yeah. <laughs> so we usually skip that. However, we love all the things that the seas offer, like going to see the manatees or watching the dolphins. Um, my husband and um, oldest son are, are scuba dive certified, and so they go and do dive quest every time we're there, um, where they actually scuba dive in that tank. And there is not many places around that you can see that many different kinds of sea life in one location um so it's just a great opportunity to um you know they have trained scuba divers that go down with you and um so we really enjoy that area and we get a lot out of it but we just don't do everything anymore
0: and they also have a really cute little spot like if you do have a um a Finding Nemo fan in your family where like you can go take a picture of yourself inside of Bruce's mouth. I don't know. That's corny, but that's like our normal family picture of you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We did the same thing
1: and letting little kids run off steam. It's almost like a playground. It is,
0: you know? (laughs) Yes. And then I also like that outside they have like the little, um, the seagulls from Finding Nemo, the ones that say mine. I don't know. That's, that's another little, really cute thing that I have for little ones that are there. If, to me, like my kids spend the majority of their time in that area and kind of like in the character spot area. And a lot of the actual world Surf showcase is nap time for them. So the majority of our day is spent in the front of the park.
2: Do your kids still
0: like the figment journey into your imagination with figment? They do, but they don't. I think I was more of of a fan as a child than they are. Well, and I, I mean, the first time I, went, I was a teenager and I loved pigment back then, I just, it's changed over the years and I don't know, maybe that's why they're not drawn to it or I just had a different interest than they did. And that's why they're not so big to, with it. See, my kids don't like
2: the ride per se, but they love the image works afterwards. They love doing all the hands-on interactive things that come after the ride. They love mm-hmm. that part. And so. there's so much to do there. Like for them, it is. It's and it's a lot for even adults. Like you could spend hours there. It's like a please touch museum.
0: Yes, exactly, and especially there. Like that's really what they need to do. Um, what about
1: mission space?
0: There you go. Mission space. Absolutely drawing blanks today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely do not do it. <laughs> I've done it I once. Almost- <laughs> yeah,
0: and I don't know. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I only do it when my oldest son doesn't have somebody else to do it with. I've only done the green side. I'm too chicken to do the, the orange side. I'm the girl that um,
1: got in and got claustrophobic and started banging on the side of the door to let me out, screaming bloody murder. Let me out! And my children <laughs> and husband are cracking up laughing. They enjoyed the show that I put on more than they enjoyed the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no you know what i love about the mission space area though and i know it sounds like i don't do this and i don't do that there's so many things i love about epcot um but i love the play area and all of the interactive things that they have when you come off of the ride um, there's a great play area for kids that are younger. And then they've got some of those interesting, I don't know, the games that you get up and you stand and have to do. Do y'all ever do any of that as you come out? Yes. I haven't been on it in years, so I haven't. I, that's usually where I wait for the kids after, because they still do it. They love it. Um, I had to drag my kids it. out of it. Yes. So we end up spending a lot of time in there. So even though I don't do the ride, I wait on them to do the ride, and then I do the other things with them. So I do like that area, and I think that when they add that
0: restaurant, that that's even going to add an extra fun thing to do over there. Yeah, that whole area is going to grow. And, I mean, that's the exciting thing about what's going to happen with the 50th anniversary is um, Epcot is they're going to do one large revamp of this park. Um, so there's so much that's going to change within this park. It's exciting and scary all at the same time. Yes, it is. So, so I write just out no more mission space for you. <laughs>
1: nope. Nope. Not <laughs> for me. No, no. I, I can't it's too tight of a space for me. I just have to I, I sit outside and wait. And they have a blast. My children love it. My husband loves it. They like the orange. They do it every time. So evidently it's a great ride. It's just not a great ride for me. Actually, it's probably the only ride at Disney that I don't do now that I think about it.
0: I'm, no, I'm I'd say the, you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That and maybe the teacups. Oh, the yeah. teacups. You have to do the teacups. You just close your eyes and pretend like you're not spinning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then get off and spin.
1: <laughs> because my head is spinning. Yeah, but yes, um, I do like, and I like the, uh, all of the entertainment that goes on in the area of Mission Space with the little drummers and, you know, fun stuff that goes on over there. And then, of course, Test Track, my family really enjoys that. That is the ride that we usually fast pass in Tier 1 for us. That's the one that we choose. It seems to be, to me, a longer wait most of the time than Soarin' is. Yeah, that's
0: true. Like of all the times I've been there, that's usually the way it is. But that one also has a really good single rider a single rider line. Yes, too. it does.
1: You do get kind of pushed through the process on single rider as far as like designing the car and things. I don't feel like you get as long to do that. It just seems like it's shorter. Am I right about that? Is any do you guys do the single rider line? Um
0: I've last never time done we did. Well, I did it last summer. We didn't have enough time to even do a car. Like you were yeah you were really like just being pushed to the line, like you said. So we skipped all of that. Right, right. So it kind of, you know, if you want to do that part of it,
1: um, single rider line might not be for you. But, um, you know, if you're really just wanting to get on the ride and that's not very important, then single rider line is definitely the way to go if you have older children who can ride by themselves.
0: And this one is, I love this ride. Like this one is like, you're kind of a, a crush test dummy. I guess would be a good, good way to put it. They put you through a variety of different types of tracks. Um, like maybe the heat, the cold. Um, and then at the very end, you do get to go, it's like what, 60 or 65 miles an hour outside. It feels like you're going yes. a lot faster than what you are for some reason. Um, but that's really awesome. Like that's, it's always one of those rides that we have to ride no matter what. I would agree. And then once again, as soon as you leave
1: the ride, there's so many things to do inside that building. Um, you know, drive the little cars, um, design the commercials, things like that, that, um, my boys just really enjoy. So we can spend half an hour or more easily just in the building after the ride is over having fun.
0: And if you're also big into cars and what, New types of cars are going to come out next year. If I'm not mistaken, it's sponsored by Chevrolet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, you get to see what their new models will be. Um, I enjoyed that this last trip where I was able to kind of see what their new vehicles are going to look like for next year.
1: That's usually where you find a lot of dads while the kids are playing. <laughs> <laughs> the dads are looking at the cars. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, though? Yes, it really is. It is. <laughs> it's almost like they said okay so there's something for dad you know here's something for the kids
0: and Just mom is over there sitting yeah <laughs> <laughs> so after you're done with future worlds and and that's that sec- well that section of it um oh we also forgot to talk about character spot so character spot recently moved but that's usually where you can find Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy. And then you also have another area, which used to be across from it, which um, Ashley may know more now where it's located at. But like, that's also where you can find um, Big Hero 6 characters and Inside Out characters. Um, that was one of our, like, to-dos, especially for smaller kids. Like, that's that's an area that we usually spent quite a bit of time in.
2: Well, the character spot where Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy were, that is now seating and um, something else for annual pass holders at the very moment but if you go around the corner towards the aquarium you will find um, a sign saying character spot this way and it's just in a building like literally to the right of it Um, but Baymax and Joy and Sadness are still in their spot where they were at the current moment now in a few days when I go back they may
1: not be (laughs) (laughs)
2: things are changing rapidly at the moment so we don't really know
1: i do like that when you go into that one the characters are in their regular daily outfits you know so like if you Mm -hmm. see them at animal kingdom they're more in their animal safari but if you want to get them in their regular daily outfits this is a really good
0: spot to do that yes the the classic the classic outfits is what they usually Mm -hmm. are Mm mm-hmm so what about, I've never done the Disney and Pixar shorts, the short films. Have y'all done that yet? Yes. Love it. It's so funny.
1: Would you compare it to maybe Mickey's Philharmonic Magic in a way? I'd say it's better. Very it, cool. It's funnier.
2: It's definitely funnier. You get three short films and um, I just... I don't know. I feel they're funnier. Like you sit you sit in a little um like open area first for you know until the show is ready for you to go in and you get glasses, like three D glasses to wear, like the film Magic. And um you get some like really old time characters there and it is definitely you should take your kids definitely. It is th- for all ages. That is something I try to do every time I come.
0: That's good to know. Yeah, that's been on my list to do every time, and for some reason we always like walk right past it. So that's something we're going to do definitely on our next vacation.
2: Yes, and you know, like they have a new playground up for kids by Mouse Gear now. When you come out of Test Track, yeah, it's really nice. Like so much, like it's a nice little area right on the side of Mouse Gear. So when you come out of Test Track, you go to the left and you go down the pathway, like to the left Mm -hmm. of Mouse Gears, and it's a great area for, and there's a cast member there like watching over everything to make sure, you know, nothing happens, but it's shaded for the most part. And there's, um, the equipment's very nice and the, it's not like grass, but it's
0: that like turf. Oh, I do know where you're talking about. I honestly thought it was part of the flowering garden unless I was there. Maybe I just didn't think that's what it was, but I know well, where you're al-
2: It wasn't always there. Um, when I was when I came back in December, it was there, but it was brand new, maybe a month or so.
0: But, um, so yeah, it's pretty recent. Okay. Oh, that's good to know for next time. Yeah. At any given time, they really need to be able to run around and really get out some energy. (laughs) Yes. So that's good to know. So now that we're kind of done with with the beginning part of the the park the front part of the park um we can move over to world showcase and the biggest question that i have for everybody is where do you start are you more canada or are you more mexico 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 see i go the opposite way i start in canada <laughs> <laughs> well what's so great about canada for you my husband's from there so we kind of have to <laughs> okay um He likes to, what I do like, and this is what I love about the World Showcase, is they have a lot of authentic food that you'll be able to find in each country. So in the States, we sell candy, but Canadian candy, the chocolate is just different. It's richer. Um, So he actually will go into the gift shops and just kind of buy out everything because he misses it all. Um, So we do have to start in Canada for that reason. Okay. I start in Mexico for the avocado margarita. I good have choice. heard that that is fabulous. <laughs> it Tastes like a honeydew. I've heard really good things about that. Like I just haven't haven't tried it yet. Plus, avocado margarita to me just doesn't sound like it belongs together. No, it does. And um, I don't like margaritas. I
2: I very much dislike tequila, so it put me off for a long time. But I love avocado. Love it. So my I was here one time with my family, and my dad, you know, he got it, of course, and I I tried it. I didn't have to buy it. And it tasted, (laughs) it it smelled like melon and it tasted like honeydew. So it's definitely, oh, does not taste like a margarita and it's really
0: good. That may be on my next list. (laughs) And they do have like quite a bit of margaritas there to choose from, like in their little stand that they offer. Um, I was surprised with the variety that they had last time. I believe the avocado one you can only get
2: inside the temple and that little tiny, um, bar
0: the cantina oh interesting yeah so it's not at the one that's outside no it's the little tequila bar inside oh i didn't know that thing okay yep see because we usually walk in there and to me it's like being from texas and being so close to the border um going into the temple really does feel like you've stepped foot into mexico you do feel like you're kind of like in a small marketplace um mm-hmm. and- all the stuff there is very authentic. It's stuff that you would find in Mexico. Um, Like where I'm from, we have what's called Market Square and in Market Square, like we find a lot of the same types of items there. Um, But I know like my family, like we are Mexican descent. So my mom really loves going in there and she, she used to like the, the boat ride that's in there until the, the three-comer yes. kind of took it over. And yes, and now you have Donald Duck and like she just isn't uh. as happy. Um, but I still love the ride. And I, I always tell my, my clients, like, you know, that's a nice way to kind of get inside and, you know, take a break. And I still think it's really pretty years are going past, like, their pyramids that they built inside, inside the temple. Um, but it's a nice little getaway from the sun.
2: Yes. And, and it's your first stop for if you play the um, Agent P game, the Phineas and Ferb Agent P, the free game. It's your first Not stop. one I
0: haven't done either. <gasps> yep. <laughs> That's so much fun with, for the kids. I know we haven't, we just haven't. I guess my kids have always been too small to kind of do it. And this will be like our next trip will be the first time that they play it. Granted, I need, just need to keep it around, around that long. So. We'll see. As long as they don't change anything, that'll be their first time. I don't know. I'll be honest. All these interactive
2: games I tell you about, I tend to find more fun than my children sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. It keeps you on your toes, I think. Yeah. It gets you around. So,
2: It definitely gets you into the countries and looking around. You know, like you don't just walk by the buildings. You don't just walk by the stands. You actually have to go in. You look around and you are then immersed in it. I like that about that.
1: I feel like that's really important in Epcot to go into the different places and actually, you know, don't just walk by them. You know, walk through every nook and cranny and go into the stores and experience what those countries have to offer. Uh, Right now
2: with the Food and Wine Festival, they have um, the Find Remy Hide and Squeak Game same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to go into each each country, and they add stands, you know. So you have to go and find Remy in all these different areas, and you you know, same. So it's the same idea. You have to go in and look and
1: be a part of it, and it gives kids a purpose. Yes. You know, it gives them something to do um, and be on a mission, and it kind of keeps them entertained mm-hmm. while mom and dad stop at the booth and you know get especially like if it's food and wine festival and you know get a snack or whatever um my boys love doing that as well
0: well and on top of that they also have kids caught too so that's something that my kids do like that are smaller where they get like one um they'll get like duffy the Berry, I thing is what they did last time and then they'll get stamped at every location within the world showcase and then they also have that really cute i don't know if y'all have done it yet, yet but like the passport uh-huh. have y'all done the passport i love doing i did that as an adult even without my kids um before <laughs> you go and you get your you get a stamp on your passport in every country and then they'll write like a message in their language um i think that's a really cute souvenir i mean that one's not free like the two games are but like you know it is something nice to go back with
2: you know what is free though that they'll do for you? And I think it's a really cute souvenir. You know those um those photo frames that like you'll do for weddings and birthday parties that like props that you take pictures with? Mm-hmm. You take one of them, like an eight by ten or whatever, eleven by twelve. You take one of them, a blank one, and a Kid Cut, they will sign your family's name, like um, just say your last name's James. Like la familia james or you know in their language the way it would be so japan would be their you know their native um the way they would write it same thing with china and mexico all around and that'd be i've seen a family do that and
1: that's such a cute souvenir i think oh Oh, my goodness yes i've got to do that next time that is a, a fabulous idea We like to go around to each one because the cast members are so nice in the stores and in those areas. They're just, you know, they're from those countries and they are so nice to teach you. You know, we always go in saying, how do you say hello in your language? How do you say goodbye? And they'll just start up conversations. We'll ask them about where they live and what it's like. And they really will take the time with you and talk to you about their country. And it's very
0: educational. Mm Mm-hmm and interesting as well oh and that's what I really love about Epcot is there isn't it's not like each country that you go to is a completely different experience and I know it sounds weird because like they're not very far from each other but um you really do feel like you're immersed in the country like I love walking through China like to me like that area is so pretty um and walking into their main building that they have there I want to say it's a temple, one I'm pretty sure I'm wrong um but Each country is kind of like that, even like going through, um, even like walking through Morocco, like in that country, it's so pretty. Like you're able to like walk through the very back, like where they actually go and do their meet and greets. Um, Just the detail that they've done to these buildings to make it feel like as realistic as they can, you know, like as if you've, you've gone to that country and visited. And speak about meet
1: and greets, the meet and greets at Epcot are just everywhere, you know, especially in World Showcase, there are just so many characters that you can meet at that park. You know, that's one of my favorite things as well, if you really like to meet characters and princesses. And and did y'all see the sweet story about the Snow White with the autistic child? <gasps> yes. Yeah. That was oh. just, um, I mean, that's just Disney right there. Um, but they, you know, it's all of your Time that you get to meet with those, you know, whether it's Snow White or Mary Poppins or Alice in Wonderland, Bale, Mulan, you can meet in China. Um, There are just so many different characters that you can meet in this area that um, I think it's definitely worth a trip just for that.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of clients that they want to meet the princesses, and I guess to them, like they think princesses equate with Magic Kingdom, but to me, you really do meet more of the princesses within. Epcot than you went at Magic Kingdom
1: yeah and actually Epcot and correct me if I'm wrong but Epcot is the only park that you can meet Elsa and Anna from Frozen you True. are correct mm-hmm. so you know I tell people if you're a Frozen fan you know some people that's the park that they tend to want to leave off if they're going to leave a park off I find more times than not um, but I tell them if if you're a Frozen fan this is where you're going to do that meet and greet Um, so a lot of times people will, you know, maybe do a luncheon at, um, the restaurant in Norway and meet all of those princesses and then go over and meet the frozen characters. And then they've got all these other characters. It's just a day filled of fun character meetings and, you know, seeing Italy and, you know, the boats and going to Japan and getting a clam and getting a pearl and just these neat little nuggets of fun, you know, going to Norway for some, what is it, school bread? Oh, yes. (laughs) You know, um, there's so much, we, we always find something more that we want to do there. So to me, it's not just about the rides at this park.
2: No, it is literally my daughter's favorite. She's 12, and it's been her Epcot's been her favorite for years now. And it's not the rides, it's literally the world showcase.
1: Mm -hmm. You might watch Sergio and his, you know, soccer balls in Italy, or you might watch the guys that climb all the chairs in France, or, you know, there's so many sideshows. I've sat and listened to the music um, in Canada. There's so many things that you can fill your day up with and of course right now um they've got the concert series going on eat to the beat Mm -hmm. and people really enjoy and they've got some great names that are
0: there yeah this year they really did change up the lineup and they added some awesome people there but you know it's not even just that like even so we typically go during christmas time and like my oldest has gotten the point where like she'll she'll stay up more but like she loved hearing the different variations of saint nick and like how they would all come out and they would tell their story from each country um she really i think it's chris kringle that's in england is that who that is in the uk um that is a hands down my favorite one that we have to go see every time that we're there um but there's different experiences throughout the year that you can really you get a you really get to Enjoy a piece of every country. But speaking of rides, um, have y'all been frozen? Yes, that's, that's a big ticket mm-hmm. one there. You know,
1: <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say that I have not. Oh Did no! You do Maelstrom? <laughs> Did you ever do Maelstrom? <laughs> yes, all the time. Yes, but it's I've never done Frozen. Thing. It's the same one. (laughs) It's it's just got the frozen (laughs) thing. It's different characters. But since it's become frozen, the line has become much longer. Oh, yes. And so with my children, the age that they are being boys, they're not interested in that. And so mom gets to bypass it every time, (laughs) 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 which is kind of sad for me. (laughs) Um, But, you know, maybe one day as the um, newness of it dies down, I'll be able to hop on for a little while. But I've never done... I've done it since it's been frozen well,
2: i'm not sure when the newness is gonna die down when frozen 2 comes out in november that's true you're right
0: <laughs> <laughs> i may get to do it in five years <laughs> maybe once all the new rides open and like everybody's at guardians and at ratatouille oh, and guardians. yeah it's not so bright shiny and new right. right well and
1: maybe they'll change the tiers when all of that happens as well I oh so. i
0: hope so I
1: know Epcot is one of the worst about the tears. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, I changed my mind. I take that back. Hollywood is
0: Hollywood yes. is yeah. now Hollywood. the worst.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, Frozen
0: is, Frozen is Frozen's like our big one because I have girls and they're little, so that has become our must-do on our fast pass list. Granted, mine are all getting bigger now, and they're beginning to get in the coaster age. So, my fast passes, hopefully for next year, will be much different than what they look like this year and last year so
1: what do you fast pass with it being tiered like it is what do your fast passes look like at Epcot
0: the way that they are now we would still be we would still be frozen and then we would still probably go back into oh no because character spot is in tier one now mm-hmm, um so we would probably still be crush and and um Nemo is where we'd still probably be setting up we are usually with two teenage
1: boys. Um, our fast passes look like test track, mission space, and spaceship earth. I need to go with your family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and- we have to
2: take turns. <laughs> uh, since I have a boy and I have a girl, one time, one day it has to be Soarin' first, the other day it has to be test track. But other than that, I think it's picked the two tiers and it's always, well, it used to always be character spot, but um, now it's figment or uh, living with the land and
1: finding Nemo. Living with the land is probably a really good one as far as the wait time is concerned. Mm -hmm. I've never really experienced that much of a wait for figment. Can it get kind of crazy during the busy time of year? No, but when you have to choose something, it's here too yeah that's true
0: what about you stacy see like i've done living with the land and i always do it because we tend to go eat at um we tend to go eat at sunshine seasons so drawing blanks today <laughs> i'm finishing your sandwiches okay <laughs> <laughs> so whenever yeah like you said whenever we're gonna Sunshine the seasons um when we're done eating, and we typically eat probably later because we're a time zone behind. Um, so we're normally eating like around maybe one-ish. We never have to wait in line for living with land. Like, I don't, I think maybe max, we've maybe waited 15 minutes. So I've never fast-passed it for that reason. Yeah.
1: And that food court is a really good food court. Oh, I, I like, like eating there.
0: Mm-hmm. They I have the too. best strawberry, I think it's like strawberry, not strawberries cheesecake, oh, strawberry short, uh, shortcake. Well, Now I'm going to have
2: to eat there. I've never you, been there since all the food with the World Showcase. I've never eaten
1: anywhere else. <laughs> Except I know like it Garden is. Grill. Yeah, it's really, um, I love to eat in the World Showcase, but sometimes you just want to be inside in the air conditioning, kind of away from everything. And that's really, Sunshine Seasons is a good option for that. Huh. Well, I have another day there this week. I'll have to try it out. And they've got a lot of different, like, you know, I try to explain to people that quick service Disney is not just all hamburgers and pizza. And, Very true. And um, Sunshine Seasons is a, good, a really good example of that because they have a lot of different choices.
0: Oh, okay. They have really good rotisserie chicken mm-hmm. and Asian food. If, like, you're looking for that, they have a really good selection. Oh. It's probably, like, the one place that we go to every year. <laughs> but they also have, like, they have more of a variety for kids to choose from, too. So it's not just, like, you're Uncrustable. Like, they have different things for them to choose from. And Mouse Gears is probably my
1: favorite store to shop in out of all of the parks. Even, like, World of Disney at Downtown Disney, or not, we don't call it Downtown Disney anymore, but you know what I mean, Disney Springs. <laughs> Um, You know, World of Disney has been kind of revamped and redone and it's nice, but I, for some reason, Mouse Gears, the way it's laid out, um, all that they've got to offer, I find myself spending more time in that store and enjoying and finding the things that I want more than I do in any of the other shops in Disney. I don't know why. So it's become my place to shop. It is definitely
2: one of my favorites. I'd say it's my second favorite. My first one is the dress shop in Disney Springs.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like Mouskirs. So if you were to go to, to Epcot today, Stacy, tell me your top three things that you have to do.
1: Okay. So my family is not going to leave Epcot without riding Soren. They're going to want to go over to Test Track And uh, our last must-do, mainly for just sentimental nostalgia-type reasons, is Spaceship Earth. So those would be the top three things that we have to do. If you said, go do three things and leave the park, that's what we would do.
0: What about you, Ashley?
1: Mine, if it solely just me, I would go to
2: Soren, character spot, and I'd have to get my avocado margarita. But as a side treat that we did not mention, if you like an orange creamsicle from your childhood, you could always head over to France and get a Grey Goose slushy. Tastes just like an orange creamsicle, but for adults.
0: I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and that actually takes me to mine. And this is without kids. So if I was to do it, I would do test track. Um, I would want to go meet um, Joy and Sadness. And I would get the slushie from France. It's one of the best things I, that's there at the park. Um, but ladies, thank you today for that great conversation. And also thank you for listening to today's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be one of the first to hear when a new episode is posted. If you like a quote to Disney World or any other vacation, please visit our site, MarvelousMouseTravels.com.